is the Emergency Medical Minute. Bear with me because I, I have to read a little bit. I actually wrote this one last night while I was came across the content, which was interesting to me. So I was reading through like yet another one of the ubiquitous top 10 lists for the end of the year that are published in every publication right now. And I was thinking about um, nostalgia, you know, which is kind of this is a nostalgic time of year. We tend to reflect back both because if we're gathering with family and also because of the end of the year stuff. Um, and certainly it's been a year like full of nostalgia, like thinking about Stranger Things or a show like that, which is, you know, almost purely driven by just nostalgia for the 80s and childhood in the 80s and things like that, which in fact was perfectly pitched to me because I was exactly the age of those kids. I, I played Dungeons and Dragons. I wanted a Pontiac Firebird when I was in high school, you know, all, all, all these kinds of things. Um, and we think now of kind of nostalgia as kind of this largely pleasant, mostly kind of benign state of like remembering things that used to be that are not and kind of hankering for that a little bit. But interestingly, um, that's a relatively recent uh, concept. And in fact, the, the term nostalgia has medical origins uh, and used to be much less benign than what we what we consider today. So in the 17th century, the medical establishment was alarmed because there were soldiers returning to Europe from fighting overseas in North Africa and the Middle East and things who were incredibly sick and they would have this kind of illness of distraction by thoughts of home and these this would kind of progress through what medical professionals at the time described um, lethargy sadness disturbed sleep strange physical symptoms uh, skin findings heart palpitations gi complaints and everything like this and it could often be be precipitated by like something simple these were first described in Swiss soldiers. They said that they could hear cowbells and they would be kind of thrown into these fits of nostalgia and would get quite kind of incapacitated. It was described as a stupidity of the mind and would progress to the point these people became completely non-functional, you know, in their working, soldiering, soldiering lives. And the only cure was to return home. Uh, and this was really quite an established medical diagnosis. There was a Swiss medical student, Johannes Hofer, who coined the term nostalgia in 1688. And nostos comes from the Greek word for homecoming and algos for pain, like analgesia, we think about that. Um, and he described this kind of plight in, in fellow Swiss who are returning back and who would be kind of miraculously restored to health once they returned home. And so this diagnosis of nostalgia was a medical diagnosis that we could give people. And it was that way for 300 years. And up into the Civil War uh, in the U.S., nostalgia was like a common medical diagnosis. And physicians in the Civil War were very sympathetic to this and would give people medical leave for nostalgia. Uh, and they say that in, by the end of the Civil War, there were over 5,000 U.S., uh, or I, I assume on both sides of the conflict, soldiers who were given medical leave for nostalgia. And 75 deaths were attributed to nostalgia uh, in, the, in the American Civil War. And then interestingly, it ended. And when you hit the, Amer the, the uh, First World War, there were essentially no reported cases of nostalgia. And the thinking is that the disease just completely changed in the modern era because suddenly people were, it became more common to travel. There were railroads now and people could get around readily. There was kind of a spirit in the United States, obviously, of kind of manifest destiny and kind of roaming around and traveling became kind of a very positive thing. And it completely, and this gradually kind of was taking hold across the world. And it 
eliminated this diagnosis of nostalgia. So now we still think about nostalgia as part of our lives, but it's completely gone as kind of a medical diagnosis that, but at the time was really, really important to them. And I was thinking about this the other day and thinking about how this, first of all, I love these old stories of diseases that seem sort of obscure or bizarre to us now. But also I think it gives me some humility as I take care of patients who have lots of physical complaints that I don't really understand always, or a lot of complaints that I perceive as psychosomatic that are challenging to take care of. And to think about that both in kind of a cultural context, but also in a historical context, that many of the things that we deal with now, we don't know which ones, may look completely different to us. You know, and it might be 100 years, it might be longer, where these things, we have a completely different and new perspective. So anyway, Happy New Year, and I uh, look forward to having a shift together. Emergency Medical Minute is, and always will be, about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.